This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Glory to God. James 1 (laughs) verse 2. The Bible says, My brethren, hmm, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Some will use the word trials, tribulations. Count it all joy. What an admonition. I want to begin to speak this morning on no shaking. Hallelujah. (laughs) So this is no shaking part one. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's read it again. My brethren, count it all joy. When? That means, I. There is an aspect or a time in your life. As a believer, traveling or moving in your spiritual life is like traveling. It's like being on a journey. On that journey, on that road, you are going to meet different things. There is the blessing, testimonies. Now, this is a message by the Holy Spirit that I'm sharing with you to what end there is this we want to achieve at the end that you become a stable Christian. Not moved by everything going on. Today you are happy Tomorrow you are sad. So there is a command in the Bible that many Christians are not acquainted with. And that is in 1 Corinthians 15 verse 58. Is as strong as do not commit adultery. It's as strong as don't lie, but it sounds so simple. Yet it's in the word of God. Therefore, beloved, be ye steadfast. Many Christians are not. Be ye steadfast unmovable I that's why I said no shaking unmovable why? there is a reason why the Bible is saying this always abounding in the work of the Lord for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain he said be steadfast that means be uh, strong be um, <laughs> I don't use that word no shaking now be steadfast be unmoved then he said, be unmovable. Why is the word of God saying this to you? There will be situations that will attempt to move you. That's what the Bible says, count it all joy. So it is possible that at times we fall into diverse trials. It's not time to cry. It's not time to complain. Now, uh, the Lord is my shepherd, Psalm 23. I shall not want. What's the next word there? What's the next one there? What's the next word there? What's the next one? For his name's sake. What's the next one? Now, still water, green pasture. Now, valley of shadow of death. Who is still leading you? 
never say once something goes wrong don't begin to say what have I done wrong you don't need to do anything wrong to face attacks Ephesians chapter 6 says stand to withstand the evil day we start from 11 and 12 there is what is called the evil day it will come to everybody but some will always overcome the evil day I get what I'm saying so the journey is not smooth or true but your victory is certain glory to God so there are times you are so happy everything is rosy not also because you've done everything right there are seasons God said why the earth remain seed time and harvest cold and hot winter or summer day and night Genesis chapter 8 shall not cease there will be moments in your life that will look like daylight season when light is shining on you I love that passage in the Bible after days of Jacob facing trial he was cheated by Laban several times 10 times that he changed my wages the Bible says one night he had an encounter with an angel of the Lord when he wrestled with the angel and the Bible says he began to leap as he was leaping the Bible said the sun shone over his head a new day started in Jacob's life now there are moments that will look like a dark moment in your life then after a while there will be a moment that will look like daylight moments just understand one thing whether night season or day season you are more than conqueror but so that you are not moved so that you are not excited today sad tomorrow so that you don't come to church dancing today and then Sunday you are not willing to dance the Bible is letting you know ahead of time the journey you have embarked on is not all smooth there will be trials there will be challenges but when you see a challenge the Bible says count it all joy glory to God even though it's the shepherd that is leading you after green pasture after still water it was also leading you through what will look like the valley of the shadow of death but you know what it's not real death it's just shadow sit down that is one of the things that the Lord will have you know all my life I have seen too many weather like Christian who change like weather why is he not in church my boss is giving me a problem I'm down I'm down you know I say this by the grace of God some of you have been in this church for 9-10 years maybe you've been there from the beginning if you can tell me on a day as a leader that I ever said to anybody you know I'm down I'm just not happy I am I understand the battle I understand the topography of the road we are moving I understand the fact that when you receive testimonies and things are rosy rejoice when it is a challenge don't give up don't break down don't complain victory is certain you know we all don't like trials sincerely if we had that way nobody would want to write exam 
You might remember when you, when you were young and you were given all kind of excuses not to go to school. And your mom will force you. You understand? Everybody, we don't like discomforts. We don't like delays. We don't like battles. Nobody, if you ask even all the soldiers, nobody wants to go to war. It's not a nice experience. But you know what? In this kingdom, Jesus said, in the world you shall have tribulation. But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. So Jesus said, the Paul said, they are preparing you for the fact that expect that at certain times you will be challenged. Mm. In Romans 8.35, the Bible says, who shall separate us from the love of God that is in Christ? He says, shall tribulation, shall famine. All those things will come, but you will not shake. Hallelujah. Amen. All those things will hit you, but you will not shake. Mm. To say that nobody will disappoint you is to promise you a lie. To say that nobody will annoy you. To say that people will not step on your toes. To say that at times will not look like you are losing. To say that there will not be any delay in your life. And I've said this over and over again. You've heard me say this many times in this church. Blessed are those who are going through now for others to go through their own later. Challenges of life, they come in different ways. Some people, their own trying moments will be when they are in school. No matter how much they read, it will look like where, where are some we pass with ease. But you see, the one that is struggling in school, my struggle is like, I just managed to graduate. But the day where is that gown? Light shines on him. And I left you why about university, but about still years ago, I can tell this vividly. As soon as some stepping out of school, the world will just open up to them. One blessing, one business idea after the other. Whereas somebody had it all good in school, but now it's his own trying moments. She's married and she does not have a child. First year, second year, and the worst part is that the doctor says nothing is wrong with him. See, at times it is better to say there's something wrong so that you can look for a solution to that thing. That when they say that there is nothing wrong yet, nothing is happening. Nothing wrong means that medically there's nothing we can do because we cannot even see a problem. Are you with me? Some people's faith, testing moments, will be with a child that is stubborn. At the end, we all win. Because we are destined to win. But you are going to fight at different points. That's what I'm saying. And your battle is different from that of another person. Some will calculate, follow all the deal processes, but still have serious challenges in their marriage. So say everybody having a challenge in their marriage and they didn't choose rightly, you might be making a big mistake. Some chose correctly, did everything right. But you see, you are not God that you can't see tomorrow. Except by the Holy Spirit. Are you with me? But that instruction be unmovable. Be unmovable to get to a point where nothing moves you. Certainly, Apostle Paul got there. And it is expected that in these last days, 
believers be so solidly rooted in God that you begin to become unmovable. There is nothing the enemy throws at you that will shake you. You dust it, dust it off as if nothing hits you. If you don't understand this aspect of Christianity, your joy will fluctuate. It will go up today, come down tomorrow. See, I, I told the leaders something when we were having leaders meeting yesterday. One day, Apostle Man was, was asking the pastor, why is it that sometimes you're asking God, praying about something with the whole of your heart, and you want to hear God on that matter, and then all of a sudden God speaks, but he's speaking about something entirely different. He said it can be annoying. I said, yes. Oh God, I'm 31, I'm normal. Oh God, oh God. And he comes and he says, I want you to join the sanitation department of that sort of thing. He does that many times. Many, many times. And I told them that, has God given you an assignment before? When God comes down to talk to you, he doesn't care what you are talking about. Oh Lord, you know I'm so tired, I'm so weary, I'm so... They can just say that tomorrow morning, go and pray, so so possible. And you will think after saying that, he will not address your situation. He will just say that and keep quiet. That is what is important to him. You see, God is not ruled by your emotion. So it's not going to say that my daughter is sad now. Ah, wait till we are sad. Let's wait for her to recover from the sadness. Usually it takes her four days. On the fifth day, we'll now tell her what we want to tell her. He will just tell you what he wants to say. We know the meaning of that. It means that what you are bothering yourself about is taken care of already. That's why I won't bother to talk about it. You are my strength. Strength like... I don't know why I was praying why the Lord pressed this in my heart to share with us. So soon and very soon we are rolling into 2022. And the Lord is challenging us. Be unmovable. Be unmovable. One day, it was Pastor Chris that was sharing this. Many years back, he was going to visit members of the church on Oregon Hill somewhere. And Amroba stopped him, brought him down, and took the car away. And he continued to trek to where he was going. Oh, Unmovable. I know a man of God. He just came back from a crusade, and the wife had miscarried, and she was crying that they have lost the baby again. He just literally said, God, don't bother to console me. Go and console others. I don't need it. And he went for another meeting. Now there are five children. Unmovable. Some people question will start interrogation, interrogating God. But I'm, I just need a crusade for you. Lord, what is going on? Why this one? Be unmovable. When Satan throws any stone, let your response be no shaking. Oh, Shalamandalabarabas. I will never forget when I was secondary. One of the guys. Ah, so you know. <laughs> The father got angry that he got born again. Every night from like 1 a.m. to 4 a.m., he will carry the center table on his news as a punishment. 
he will carry the and the father will supervise it for three hours and was telling him that renounce Christ the father did everything possible to stop him from being a believer I remember when SSC result came out he was coming into the school to check and two ladies started singing against Jesus because they served him and failed SSE. One of them had the passing months and turned a worship song. God has done me good to God has done me evil. And they stood at the admin office and they were singing and messing in the name of Jesus, messing up them, yabbing Jesus because they failed an exam. And this guy heard the two of them and he said, Lord, he just looked and said, Lord, if I check my results and I fail, I will worship you there and evangelism will start right there. He checked and he passed everything. But you see, when God sees that quality of higher, when you get to a point where nothing can offend you, when nothing can disturb you, when nothing can bother you, say no problem. Oh, the fire do at work. You are coming straight to worship in church and you are dancing like nothing happened. Don't you know that the Bible says our God is a God of knowledge. By him, actions are weighed. First Samuel 2. What verse is that? Is it 1 Samuel 2 or 3? Because it was when Anna said it when she was singing. And I know that. So please, that scripture just here. I want us to look at it. I, I didn't plan to. I have not read that part in a while. I mean, but I just remember. I want us to look at that scripture. You sustain the whole world in your hand. There is life. Your power no one could contain. By the sound of your voice. First, first Samuel 2 3. Can you project? Make our own heaven and the earth. I want us to read. read. Look at this. Please let me project 4 Samuel 2 3. Talk no more exceeding proudly. Let not arrogancy come out of your mouth. For the Lord is a God of knowledge. By him, actions are weighed. Ah. Your power no one could contain. I think I said to the discipleship, those who were graduating yesterday. So I went to preach somewhere. And the guy put posters around town. He was just starting a church. But when I got there, it was only him and the guy. He set up sound in a big hall. He rented sound. And it was only him and sound engineers that were there. In the entire hall. And empty chairs all the way to the back. You know, I preach like I was talking to 5,000 people, soaked in sweat. When I got to the car, he followed me. He said, Now I know there are people serving God. And I told him, It is a training of the spirits. I will not be the one that walk into that hall because you are the only one there and preach for five minutes and do as if it makes no difference. Unshakable. Do you guys know how many times I have stood there with serious infirmity in my body here praying for the sick? Be unshakable. You will never become a powerful vessel in God's hand if you bend like a bend to everything. So Satan now catches you. He knows 
that if he can make you sad, you are going to throw tantrum. He will continue. He knows. So you become a very weak vessel that nothing can be built on because you are not stable. I, it was in Genesis 49. Apart from the fact that Reuben went to his father's bed to have an affair with one of the concubines, one of the reasons why God, why the father calls Reuben also, he said, you are my firstborn, as unstable as water. Unstable. Unstable. Don't you think, in this last days we are in, God is tired of Christians who are unstable. They are so moved by anything. So they are rejoicing, they are crying tomorrow, moved by everything and anything. If you begin to live this freedom, there is a lady here in the church. She's married now. That aspect of her life opened up. The day she was praying one day, Lord, I want to get married. One day just said to God, you know what? If I don't marry for life, it changes nothing. I love you. In three months, a man showed up. The time that she had prayed for, it's as if Satan knows that once it can, once you assume that posture of nothing can shake me, you have won for life. I, the master stood to receive Stephen. They were stoning him and he said that I see the Lord. Rico <laughs> handling. He said, I see the son. He was they were stoning him, he was gazing into heaven. A believer in our time, we pray that every stone you throw, heaven will stone you back. But Stephen his calmness of what converted Apostle Paul. As they put the garment around Paul's feet, he was looking. What a man. And the last thing he said, Lord, do not lay this charge against them. And he checked out of the body. The Bible says that, he said, I saw the Lord standing. Jesus, since he rose and he went back to, after his ascension, has been sitting there beside God. He himself is God anyway. But Jesus got up to receive Stephen. He said, what a man. Second service, we look at David. Unmovable. 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 Pastor Chris, when he got to that house that day, he counseled those people, he prayed for them. It was when they were escorting him outside. He said, Pastor, where is your car? And he told them that oh, some one hour ago, some robbers collected it. They were shocked. Because if they were the ones, that would be the end of the journey. Then you will sit down there and query God for one hour. I was going to do your work to bless people. How come they stole my car? And so what? Now, how many cars now? Well, some are angry I ask a private jail. Well, it's not my discussion. I don't say anything, but this is all like I'm not saying anything about that, but I'm just saying this to everybody. If you lose anything at all in the name of the Lord, it will be multiplied back when you follow the scripture. Our God is a God of knowledge. By him, actions are weighed. He's taking the knowledge of your next step when you are challenged. So after the news that you've been sacked, as you raise your hand to worship, is taking notice of that. He's a God of knowledge. And he's weighing your action. It's as if he says to the angel, let's see, what, what's she going to do next? The guy just broke up. What's she going to do next? This was going to, and then the, what you do, and can make God look, look at the angel and smile. That's my thought. Can you imagine? It means that she believes in the invisible more than the visible. Hallelujah. Glory to God.
Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Unmovable. In the next 12 months, it does not mean that things will not happen that will attempt to shake you. I am challenging you. Be unshakable. Be solid. And be unmovable. No matter what you see, say to yourself, no shaking. Glory to God. When you assume this posture, it becomes very easy for the Spirit of God to tell you what now to do to bring your neck to that problem. Because we are those who tolerate problem for life. But I'm saying that the first thing is just to say it does not matter. When you do, then all of a sudden, ah, no people have done things. There is a man whose name I might not want to mention publicly, but some of you know, three children died in motor accident the same day. They were going somewhere. The wife entered the pressure. I told him, said, what do we do? He said, we continue to preach. There is a measure of the gift of the spirit that you can't quantify. We are not to expect tragedy. No, the Lord will protect you. But I'm just saying that for anything that you see, can your posture be no shaking? When you receive a report at the hospital, don't break down and start crying. Number one, no shaking. Number two, there is no report God cannot reverse. Maybe I told you last Sunday, Pastor Molly here, in her bank, she by herself typed, sent in her resignation, and they accepted it. Because she wanted to go do something abroad. By divine intervention, somebody heard in the bank one top shot and called her and said, Go withdraw that letter. They've seen it. Marry me, I said, I said, but I am saying right that you, you are not saying whatever you are going to do, there, however it's going to be, however long it will take, we, I guarantee we will pay, we continue to pay you salary, pay you everything while you are away, but you are not resigning. There is nothing God cannot do. There is nothing you cannot. There's no fountain. If you have said it, you will do it. You have a track record of keeping your word, and you're not about to stop doing it now. Everybody, rise. I was going to take you to some things in the Bible, but my time is up. But I believe. I have just passed the message across. It is simple and direct. We are movable. That's all. The day my wife's father died, we were not married then. She was still at the midweek service that same day. Honestly speaking, when I look at some Christians, I wonder two things. Is it true? That whoever we lose here, we shall meet again in heaven. Number two, do you really have true joy in the Lord? Because once a misfortune or something happens, that is where you see the most terrible. And some Christians will support them. Let them cry. No, no, no. Yes, crying is allowed. Bible says, "Weep with those who weep." But how far are you going to carry what has happened to? How far? 
You are allowed to have a conversation with God. You can sit on your bed and cry, Lord, I did expect it. It's okay. But how long will you carry? When you are through, what will you do? Stay for days inside, soaking yourself in more and more into the sorrow, or get out of it and understand that it does not matter. Hallelujah. There is one prayer that we were led to pray while praying this morning, and I just want to bring all of us into it. I'm going to give us three minutes to pray. Any door I'm standing before that I've not been able to enter, any promise, any word, any good thing standing before me, but I cannot assess. Lord, by your mercy, take me in before the end of this year. You have just three minutes. Please pray like I can't repeat, I can't I can't say more than that. As we're praying this morning, we saw this is many of you received words in January, February. You knew something good was about to happen. You are the periphery of it, but you have never stepped into it. It's a very powerful prayer because you don't know the reason, and you don't need to know the reason why you are not, but pray for mercy to take you in. Look at some people praying casually. Ask for divine intervention in form of mercy to take you into it. It's time to enter. It's time to enter. In the name of Jesus, it's time to step in. It's time to step in. It's time to step in. In Jesus' name, I bless you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let this be a time of harvest for you. Every seed of prayer, of words of God that you have spoken, every giving, 
May the Lord give you a bountiful harvest this December. And in the name of Jesus, by the mission of mercy, we are bought, we approach any harvest of anything negative. In the name of Jesus, mistakes are forgiven. The effects of it are taken care of by the power of the Holy Spirit, by the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name. God bless you. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. God bless you.